Hey there, hi there, ho there. It's another episode of Revisiting Sunnydale. I'm Camila. I am Marcella. And we have another special episode today. Um, We did a panel at a Comic-Con, Wizard World Comic-Con to be specific, and we recorded it. Yep. So this was our second go at a live podcast. Um, They not only gave us one panel, but they gave us two. They gave us two. It was awesome. It was great. So this one was Women in Sci-Fi and uh, Wizard World Pittsburgh. Yes, thank you so much, Wizard World Pittsburgh, for coming to Pittsburgh, for letting us do these panels, and thanks to those that came out. We had a great panel this time. It was myself, Camila, Raven, Rena, and Jasmine. Yes. You guys remember you Jasmine? Jasmine was a great guest on the podcast. Yes, she she's been here so a times. <laughs> so, yeah, we had an amazing time. Thank you, yeah. ladies, for um, helping us out. Thank you, Wizard World, for having us. We'd love to come back and do another yes. one or at any other Comic Cons. Anna. Special shout out to the Geek Girl Brunch ladies that yes. we met who attended both of our panels mm-hmm. and want us to come to their Buffy event in April. Yes. So we're really looking forward to that. We hope calendar. you listen to this. Yes. And we can't wait. Is there a Buffy event? Like anything particular? Like, should we? I don't Should to... we? We could record it. Yeah, we should try to. We should yeah. talk to them about maybe live podcasting with that. Yeah. All right, cool. So please enjoy. Please talk to us. Uh, Facebook, Revisiting Sunnydale or Twitter back at back to Sunnydale or email us revisiting Sunnydale at gmail.com. Enjoy. Scene one, Apple, take one. That's why I actually just said, okay. Oh, oh, then I get my own. Ha ha, I get my own microphone. Oh, well, hello everyone. (laughs) Welcome to our strong women in sci fi and fantasy panel. Um, I am Camila and I will be your moderator today. Uh, And to my left, we have Jasmine Jackson (laughs) and I'm Rena Fisher. I'm Raven Webb. And I'm Marcella Spear. So um, we want to first off start by saying thank you for coming and joining us today. And also, secondly, um, we are not experts. These are our opinions. And we just want to have a conversation and just kind of chat about this and see what's going on. Um, I have, personally, I have a podcast called The Rugged Angel Cast where I interview a strong woman every week and um, just not, yeah, just a strong woman in any genre or aspect of her life, whatever she feels and such. And so that this subject is something that's particularly important to me, um, empowering women and just making sure that the message is out there that women can handle themselves in any way, shape, or form. I love it. All right. So, ladies, let us get started. So, all right. Where, where do we start? Where do you want to start, Marcella? <clears throat> um, we can just start with, well... What do you guys think about strong women and sci-fi fans, or do you see a big difference that happens that has happened? Basically, my point of view, for me personally, is there's a sweet spot in film and TV for strong women in sci-fi, and that's from the early '60s until about '97. Then it all went to shit, and then from about 2008 to now, there's this it's resurgence awesome. yeah. going. So that's where we're going to start. Just see where yeah. what people think. We're going to start in the sweet spot? Yeah, in the sweet spot. <laughs> so that would be starting with things like Doctor Who, Andromeda Strain, Star Wars, and Alien. Yep. So. Barbarella. 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 Let's start there. Well, I'm, no. I'm tapping out on that topic. I don't know. What you're right. <laughs> Jane Fonda in the 70s was in Barbarella. I don't know if you guys saw it. <laughs> Basically porn for mm. men. But she was a strong female character, but, I mean, at the same time, it was just this, it really was straight-up porn. Her husband at the time was the director, and he kept putting her in these lovely situations. Oh. You know. 
very sexualized. Yes. Mm. Which is something that we're still constantly struggling yeah. over yeah. in media. All right, so let's start with um, who are your favorite sci-fi heroines? I already know my answer. I don't know who I <laughs> I'm going to go with Olivia Dunham from Fringe. Love her. I love Bo Olivia, though, too. I don't care. I love them. I love them both. I love them both. So she's just super badass, and she's always saving all everybody. And Astrid's very... I mean, she's great, too, because she saves everybody all the time, too. But I just... Olivia's just badass boss lady, and I love her. Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You got one, Jasmine? Uh, if I had to pick one, which is difficult, I guess I would say Buffy Summers from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I thought that she was just a great, complex character, and like not only was she physically strong with all these great powers, but she was also able to be vulnerable, and she was all about you know saving her friends and making sure that they weren't in harm's way. She allowed love in her life, but she was still tough as nails, and of course, you know, snarky with her one-liners. <laughs> she saved the world a lot. <laughs> Raven? I had a bit of a hard time with this one, but I, I think it came down to a tie between uh, Gwen Cooper from Torchwood and um, Amy Pond from Doctor Who. And I think that's just because like, I personally relate with both of those characters so much. They're so real without having superpowers or anything like that, that I really think that they're just such a great representation of like the real moment. Mm. I like it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Marcella? Mine is a little more left field, I guess. It's Erin Sun from Farscape. She is... Is that people's attention? Yeah. She is the most badass, personable, real, heartbreaking soldier, warrior. She's just... She's amazing. And she just... She has feelings. She does. Like, there's... (laughs) For me, there are two romances throughout sci-fi and fantasy that have captured people's hearts. That's Buffy and Angel. And then, and, then John and, <laughs> and then John and Aaron. And John and Aaron far eclipse Buffy and Angel or Buffy and Spike for me. They're just phenomenal. I have to How look about that you, Kayla? Um, I would say, and sci fi and fantasy aren't really my genres. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's kind of random, I guess, but I would have to say Daenerys from uh, oh, Game of okay. Thrones. Um, just because, I mean, she's badass. I mean, she's like mother of the three dragons, and she seems, from what I hopefully I'm understanding it properly as I'm watching this damn show, it's still like I feel like I need crib notes every time I watch it. But um, like she's been doing a lot, accomplishing a lot by herself, and she's conquering all sorts of, um, of all sorts of communities of people, and just like coming in and changing shit, and just like, no, this is the way it's gonna be. You know, this is how it's gonna. And everybody's like looking for that king behind her. But she's like, no, it's me. No, bro. I love it. It's me. (laughs) So where do you think that the roles that women play, what do you think about how, why do you think that they changed at some point, at that point after... Like in the 90s, was it you, you mentioned? Oh. Yeah, in the I, in the mid-90s. I feel like there's been an interesting transition from the 60s, 70s, and even the 80s where, like, the strong female had to be masculine to a certain yeah. extent. Mm-hmm. And it's, I feel like in the 90s they regained their femininity, but in a bad way, where it was always just, like, the super sexy girl with a boob job that mm-hmm. had a degree from Harvard <laughs> and was a rocket scientist. And it's just, <laughs> it was so absurd that I think we have this answer or to it in the 2000s with like more real life females, women that we can relate to that also happen to kick ass. 
do you also yeah, think that yeah. maybe our the the fact that the world is so much smaller because of internet that that has a big change as to how we're able to view I never thought about that but yeah just the fact that I mean there's so much more available to us now and there and our than the younger generations just being able to like look out and see yeah. you know outside of just you know the, I mean the library is a big a big thing to it's a wonderful resource but it's just like you know a lot of kids they just feel like I don't know for some reason it's just they don't connect with them but like the internet that's like getting them not even to just find these characters but also find the other people that love these characters and respect them yeah, and then with also with the internet comes commentary mm-hmm. and people and just millennials and younger people in general that grew up with the internet, they're more skeptical. Mm. So they're all, you know, they're more apt to ask questions or debate things or, you know, call out a lot of the stereotypes or gen, you know, generalizations that women have faced in sci-fi. So then people um like showmakers or movie makers are starting to take hold to that. Now Jasmine, I know you teach younger yeah, yeah, children yeah. like a teaching artist or <laughs> I know right um, well I do an independent um, after school program where I use fashion and art to get girls into STEM so we'll do different projects where like say for example I had them do um, digital collages where they created a concept for a sci-fi TV show and in the midst of having to gather imagery and the artwork they also had to look up scientific concepts so their plots would actually make sense so it's a good way for them to learn cool things but also apply you know art and fashion to it like they had to conceptualize the costumes so if um if the main character if it wasn't like super sci-fi if it had to still make sense in the realms of science um they would have to think of oh if she's going to be out in the snow I need to make something warm, but you still make it fly and fashionable. So it's, it's a cool way for them to, yeah, cool. you know, get into STEM. Well, how do you see um, these young women that are coming through? What are their self? Was their self-esteem like? How are they viewing female roles? Oh, as far as you can tell. Um, I would say the self-esteem is typical to any middle schooler, high schooler. They're learning themselves. They're they're unsure of themselves. They're trying to find themselves. Um, and they're exploring different realms. So, you know, with that comes a lot of uncertainty or like maybe angst, Hmm. which is a lot, you know, that doesn't really change. That's always been the case really, so. Back to the internet part that we were talking about just a moment ago. I think also with the internet now, we can communicate with people, like fans can communicate all over the world. So now that these fan bases are just huge and they're like, oh, Girls like seeing girls kick ass. Oh, dude, it's kind of like seeing girls <laughs> kick ass. Let's make some girls kick ass. Like, yeah, you know, so I think that also has a big factor in it, too. So Do you I also re- think there's in with sci-fi and fantasy, I think more than any other genre, it kind of parallels almost the women's movement as a whole. Too. Okay. You know, in the 60s, the women were very much the mom type, the stepford wives, mm-hmm. the fembot, you mm-hmm. know. Then in the 80s, they became more business-like. You know, they were controlling. You know, you've got Diana on V, who is in control of everything, you know. Mm -hmm. As time progresses, sci-fi and fantasy progresses. I think there is a direct correlation as well between the male-dominated industry, movies that were being made at that period of time were being made by all men, and now, like, 
towards the late 90s and the early 2000s with the introduction of writers like Marty Noxon and other females being involved in actually creating the process has actually created better characters. Or even just men that want to write strong women. You know, Either or. Yeah. Just yeah. The, like yeah. the removal of that male-dominated totally. society has really helped transform that character. Yeah, there, obviously there needs there's a long way to go as far as women behind the scenes when it comes to um, mm-hmm. TV shows and movies because you don't see a lot of women directors, um, not necessarily for lack of them, right. but um, even like some of the greatest sci-fi not or fantasy novels by you know Mary Shelley, Frankenstein, or um, Harry Potter, the director is still a man. Right. So. Yeah, I'm excited about Jessica Jones this coming season. Yes, uh, very much looking forward to that. Um, And it's also, we're still waiting for the time period where it's not news. That totally. it's female, yes. that, that it's not going yes. to be like, oh my yeah. god, I'm so excited There's, about this. Exactly, yeah, right. that yeah. is, you know, it's the norm. It's normal. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, oh yeah, it's just another kick-ass director who happens to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you, you mentioned? The Stepford Wives. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> have y'all seen the the 1975 version? Yeah. That's horror to me. <laughs> that movie really scared me. I've actually never seen it. It's really good. Don't watch the just 2004 think of your typical- version. 50s housewife. Yeah. I got, she's yeah. just a straight up robot. She's the conception. Uh, I've seen the trailer for the newer one. Oh, no, no, don't watch that. Don't watch that. Well, I would, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Well, I mean, that's not, I don't like The 1975 it. version is more like a psychological thriller. Oh, 2004, okay. they try to make it like a comedy. Scare. Oh. But okay. yeah, it's like if you're any kind of um, independent, free thinking, professional woman, that movie. Like, you wouldn't like it at all. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. it's kind of like what a lot of men said about Gone Girl. A lot of guys thought Gone Girl was, was so horrific. Like, just the thought of that being, you know, taking place. So you could, like, a bunch of dudes yeah. sign out of there. Exactly. <laughs> well, the, the thought of Stepford Wives kind of gets turned on its head last year with Ex Machina, where you've got mm. this male-created robot who just said, no, no, this is not what my, I'm going to follow my own destiny. And actually, if you guys have seen, have you, has everyone seen it? If not, run out, go see it today. It's amazing. <coughs> It, it is one of the best sci-fi movies in the past 15 years, I'd say. That's really amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. And, on the flips, and I guess on that same vein, Westworld is now... I love Westworld. Like, it's kind of on that same vein as that. Um, I mean, we still have a ways to go, but that's kind of where I see it going. <laughs> What's going to happen, the, yeah, the AI just that, going yeah. amok. But, um... I want to see it. I heard it. I've heard good things. Yeah, it's good. that's very good. Um... All right, so all right, Sarah Connor. Ah, love Sarah Connor. She is probably like the most iconic, like one of the one, the first ones you think of when you think about strong women in sci-fi and fantasy. Um, there was an evolution of her throughout the franchise. She goes from being super strong, well, super weak. Let's say she goes from being super weak to super strong. Now I don't know what they did during Genesis. They kind of paralleled her out. She's still strong, but she's so they've taken this. Char- this character has gone on a roller coaster ride more than any other strong female character, uh, except maybe Ripley. Well, but we don't like to talk about what happened to Ripley. We'll pretend that didn't happen. The last couple of Alien movies, but for me, I loved. She was. It was very hard for me to pick between Aaron Sun and Sarah Connor because Sarah Connor, even though she's faced all of these dynamics 
She knows what the future's gonna bring. She knows that her son's gonna be this massive leader. How do you deal with that? How do you just say, okay, I'm gonna put everything in my life behind and deal with the fact that my son has to become this dominant person? <coughs> Don't you lose it and they put you into a mental <laughs> 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 Yes? Yeah, can I just say the beginning of that second yeah, breaks. Right? The way she slides, yeah. just to yeah. and stop and it's fall. It's like, like no! <laughs> realistic reaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the, the um, beginning of Terminator 2 where you see her for the first time and she's doing pull-ups in the asylum and then she turns oh, like around it. and she just looks like super badass and you're like... <gasps> Oh my gosh. Like, it was just so dope. Girls are cool. <laughs> and she really was the first one for me. I was like, wow, she's awesome. She, yeah. Look at, I want to go to a mental See, Buffy was my first. Wow, she's awesome. <laughs> Buffy was my first one. At that, like, Buffy TV show, Buffy, not the movie. Buffy. Not Christmas Watson? <laughs> no, not, no, no, no. Because so, I saw the movie before I saw the show. Yeah, but same. yeah, yeah. But that was my, she was my first. Oh, wow. I want to be like that. So yeah. Buffy was, was that Yeah, for my, for my first, yeah. What yeah. about the rest of you? Do you recall your first, oh my God, <laughs> at that moment where you... Oh. It was definitely Ripley for me. Mm -hmm. It was, I was so little and I was just, it was such a scary movie and for a female to be the heroine of everything was made a huge impact on me. I don't do scary, so I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> just saying that, but I'm sure mm -hmm. she's awesome. I, I, for me, it was Sarah Connor, um... Because, like, what am I? I'm 31, so the time that it came out. Um, and I, when, with Alien, I was really afraid to watch Alien as a kid. I'm still like, I didn't watch it until as an adult. Because those, even to this day, with all of the CGI and everything that they're able to do in technology and special effects, I don't really see too many monsters that look as scary as, you know, Alien from the, the aliens from, what are they, Xeno? What are they? Xenomorphs. Xenomorphs. <laughs> Those things scary? are so scary to me. Oh. So, yeah, it, it took me a while to finally it's watch Alien. You can handle it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Marcel? Uh, yeah, Sarah Connor, definitely. She was strong. Didn't need a man to be strong. She was teetering on the edge of crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all at points of our yeah. lives? Aren't we all? Come on now. Yeah. She, she to me is and probably always will be the tip, the starting point for me. What about you, Camille? I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? Oh, sorry. Um, well, she didn't get the answer. So I would imagine. I mean, like in sci-fi and fantasy. I don't know. I guess Wonder Woman. Because I was I was oh, a kid yeah. when yeah. the TV yeah. show was still airing and. Um, so yeah, I mean that's one. That's probably my earliest memory of like trying to recreate and reenact. You know, spinning around in a circle and like going around. I just around. a lot when yeah. we played X Men. Yeah, <laughs> I broke my wrist playing Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. I kind of forgot about the obvious answer of Princess Leia because I actually think I saw that at an even younger age. I didn't. Mm -hmm. And it was she just she was badass. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, especially uh, for some reason, being like four years old and having that kind of heroin there was a big deal. Well, and it's the fact that Leia's like, you, you, you're here to rescue me. You're way too short to be a stormtrooper. And then when they're in that, you know, galley, she's the one that shoots the hole in the garbage chute. And it's like, I'm getting out of here. Come with me if you want. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm out. Here's the exit. What about you guys? Any, any have any favorites from their childhood? Anything that just really sparked? Ripley. Mm -hmm. Definitely Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Star Wars before I could even talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was Buffy. 
buffet. Nice. Blondie back there, you were going to say something? Uh, She-Ra. Oh, I loved She-Ra when I was little. I had her doll. I loved She-Ra. Exactly. Ah, I totally forgot about She-Ra. Oh, I loved She-Ra. She was fantastic. So there's, I mean, up there, there, we do have a lot of, there's a good majority of strong females in sci-fi and fantasy, but they also tend to fall under this over-sexualized connotation. Like, it's just, I mean, there's always at some point there has to be a love interest or she's got to be half naked or... Slave lamp. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I had a question there. Statement, (laughs) yeah. But, um... Well, I mean, it's, thoughts... it's, there's one, or it's either one of two. She's either overly sexualized or she's not sexualized at all. Right. And she's just right. this blank slate, almost, you or know, over masculine like Rodriguez. Vasquez. Vasquez. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love Vasquez and aliens? She's True. great. <laughs> she's a little terrifying, though. Yeah, I mean. As a fashion, as the fashion designer on the panel, I can't wait to. Every time I see any kind of sci-fi or action movie and they're wearing heels, I'm like, really? Like they're running. <laughs> I, I hate that all the so time. much. <laughs> and it's like you can still be fly and fashionable, but really, put on some boots. Yes, like, I, put yes. On, I put up online the new Power Rangers. Have you guys seen the outfits? Yeah. Explain to me why the females have boots. <clears throat> why like, the men have this big plate over their chest to protect them. <clears throat> But the women... Because our boobs are magical and they don't need to run together. <laughs> well, because I guess it would be yeah. under that, that yeah. the um, controversy that happened with the new Star Wars movie about um, the female stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't have boobs. There's not boobs in her uh, armor. How can I tell crazy. that's a woman? Uh, why do you need to What difference does it make? I have a gun. Either way. Exactly. The whole heels thing made the new Jurassic Park movie almost impossible for me to take seriously. Oh my gosh. You know the compound fracture she would have gotten her ankle. Even if you break it down to like Castle, like the cop shows where the female detective is wearing heels, it's like, just bothers She needs to run and change. I think Olivia Dunn is probably the first she one that I've seen. Like their boots, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first yeah, one that I've seen them in, I'm yeah. like, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. She's wearing a sensible totally, shoe. Totally, so yes. unrealistic. Sensible, yes, exactly. <laughs> in a Jurassic Park movie, how is she going to have time to be like, oh no, dinosaurs, let me just... Well, Girl, I'm running favorite. from dinosaurs. I'm kicking the shit off, and I'm bu- it's barefoot. Mm-hmm, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Well, that, do you remember uh, *Romancing the Stone*? Yeah. 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 He cut her heels off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Almost immediately. Yeah. All they needed was yeah. a two-second cut. I actually where remember she broke that them scene. off yeah. and kept going. Yeah. That's all we needed. That's it. That's all we needed. Well, there's yeah. also I've been seeing these photos of the new Jumanji. Yeah. Oh, I <gasps> that. What? Yeah. I, I heard uh, it was being mad. I didn't see photos. carrying around Kevin Hart in like a baby sack. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's just, the whole thing is offensive. Like, the, just the one around, photo that I saw, it. I'm offended for everybody involved. Stereotypes <laughs> the... of the characters in the game. At least I'm okay uh-huh. with that. Well, I don't under I don't even know what the characters in this game are like. I mean, was the original movie based on a game? Yeah, it was based on a game, but there were no like player pieces okay. around and everything. I think this one's uh-huh. kind of. It's a reboot. Right. But oh. they're showing how the characters in the actual game are interacting, not the players like. Okay. Playing. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Yeah. Whoa. 
okay. That's kind of <laughs> so like a dream within a dream. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm very much offended for Kevin Hart as well. Yeah. I mean, he uh-huh. just looks like. Gillen. Oh, I have not seen any And then the, the woman, I don't know who she is. Karen Gillan from and, Doctor Who. Okay. She's like half dressed yeah, and in okay. the fucking jungle. Yeah, like, what? You the mosquito oh, like the world. You're not gonna like be the... in the jungle? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be in the jungle. Jason would get me. In the jungle? Yes. There's woods and trees. You can hide in them. So, where do you see our female characters going into the future? More roles like Emily Blunt and Edge of Tomorrow? Oh. I never saw What was that? Even like that oh, salt wait, movie that, oh, with Angelina gotcha. Jolie. Yeah. Like that was originally written for a dude. And salt. then, she, yeah, she, you know, was like, no, I want to do it. And they were like, okay. And they rewrote it. I think more of that is going to even happen too. Mm-hmm. Because like, why can't, why can't a woman play that character? Obviously she would have. Best example of Starbuck on yeah. Battlestar. Until she went batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, they actually, ruined her too. I don't like what they did to her character. She started off strong and it was like a slow, like, de evolution of any sort of strength in a character. Way. She's just <laughs> screaming about how you're going the wrong way over and over again and basically is like a shell of her former self. I was very oh. disappointed with the direction they took Starbuck in. Actually, that whole show, if I'm. Yeah, it's a good point. I definitely hope to see uh, the list grow, especially in diversity, because a lot of um, like the top female characters in sci-fi and fantasy, you know, are usually Caucasian. So that's definitely a way for them, you know, like there's just so much room for improvement in that department. Always a struggle. Always gotta fight our way up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, even though we've got Nichelle Nichols from Star Trek, yeah. who's here Yay. today. Not either. <laughs> I mean, not here, but she's in the building. <laughs> met her. <laughs> but she was, um, the, from the story that I've heard, and that what I've read is that, I forget who specifically, but I think there was somebody, a heavy civil rights activist, who told, she didn't want to take the role, and they told her that she needed to take Martin that role. Okay, thank you. I thought so, but I didn't want to misspeak. But yes, and that, you know, she had to take the role because it was so important yeah. that, that she sets a precedent and that she just, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I can only imagine the households of full of young black women, young black children in there and just, you were, okay, so what, it, was, it made a huge impact on you? Seeing a woman who had a job <laughs> On the spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> it was huge. And then when she was a black woman, it looked like me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it blew minds of the kids I went to school with. Right. So you're like, oh, that's not right. She Did you watch there. it live? Like, she's there. You got to watch it live? Yeah. What was the reaction at the time of that first interracial kiss? Uh, like, were your parents like, shit, no, what? Shut it down. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Look away. No. No. <clears throat> um... Just imagine if there was Twitter then. <laughs> right. At the time, Sorry. there weren't a lot of households watching it. Mm. Mm. So there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, reaction to that going on. You saw it like a little bit here and there. Um, a lot of kids that grew up just did not watch it at all. What year was this aired? Like what? Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I think that a lot of people just really don't understand, and it's not to put, you know, the some people on blast, but they don't understand the importance of being able to see somebody mm-hmm. on television or in a film that you can identify with. Like, oh, my God, this person looks like me. Right. And they're not... A caricature. Exactly. They're not a caricature. They're not the help. They're not a criminal. They're not, you know, a prostitute. It's just, it's something that 
we all deserve to have as humans to just Ooh, be yeah. able to uh, what? what to do? a little doggy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Here. <laughs> Never mind, guys. I gotta go pet a dog. <laughs> hey, I think even on a deeper level, just to be able to see someone that's not white on television, like to see Asians and Hispanics and people that even I don't didn't have contact with growing up gave me a different perspective right. and just thinking the only people that were successful and good in the world were Caucasian. Right. And that's why Netflix and Hulu and Amazon are the best thing that could have happened to entertainment yeah. because they step outside the box every single day. And with Jessica Jones having a female director for every single episode yeah. this season for Netflix for having Luke Cage in an almost entirely black cast. Mm -hmm. Oh, Luke Cage. It's the best time to be alive. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'll say. (laughs) Just saying. Before we get into the trivia, uh, do you ladies have any closing thoughts that you would like to share? I have one, but I won't go first. Somebody else can talk first. No, go. Okay, so my mom... She's about 67 now, but about five years ago, so she was like early 60s, and I was like 29, 30. We're at the pool. We have a pool. And she says, quote, next time one of your guy friends comes over, can you have him move that over there? That was a concrete umbrella stand thing, okay? Heavy as fuck. So I'm in the pool, and I look over at it. And I look at my mom, get out of the pool all wet in my bikini, walk all the way over to it pick it up, move it to where she wanted it, and she's just awe as she watches me do this. And I go up to her and I'm like, Mom, I don't need a man to move a heavy object, just so you know. <laughs> And I went right back in the pool. I'm, and I tell them, I see this, I backfired, because now they're like, can you move this fridge? Can you move this couch? Can you do that? Like, oh. <laughs> but like, she, again, her age, you know, she was like early 60s at the time, she didn't have these characters that I have had growing up. So, like, did Buffy need somebody to save her? No. You know I, what I mean? Like, and then I'm, wa- I mean, I didn't watch X-Files or anything like that. I, I kind of jumped in later with, like, Fringe and whatnot. But, like, Olivia didn't need anybody to save her. You know, Orphan Black, we have mad, like, women that are just all super awesome. So, I mean, like, I'm so happy to have grown up in an era where, like, yeah, right. You can be badass. That's yeah. great that you make that point because I, I to this day I still have that problem with my mom. Like if I tell her that I am yeah. driving after, oh my gosh, yeah, on the highway. Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, is, your, is, is Dan gonna be my husband? Is Dan gonna be with you? No, mom, I'm not. I can. I'm totally fine doing this by myself. So it's yeah. it's and it's and it's ridiculous because um, my mother, she was a single mom and. She was probably my first female strong role model, just watching her do everything herself. But, And I'm sure there's a part of her that just wants the better for her daughters as to where you don't have to do X, Y, and Z without a dude. But it's still like, she gives us conflicting messages at times. You know, you don't need a man, but you should have one drive with you. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you have a muse, I guess. Like, yeah, I guess yeah. I mean, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Well, how do you think that your favorite um, strong female character has shaped you as an individual? I think they, that, well, all of them, because there are so many of them, from Hermione to Sarah Connor to Sarah Manning to you know, all of these strong women, they just, they make me less afraid. For sure. To be myself. I, like, I went to MegaCon in Tampa last week by myself. David Tennant was there. I said, I'm not missing this. I'm going to go. 
And I did. And I was scared out of my mind. Well, and yet I made friends within 10 minutes. Congratulations. That I spent all Way to go, Marcella. Yeah. 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 I stepped outside of my comfort zone, yeah. you know. And you had a great time. And I had a great time. You made time. friends? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess I was going to say something somewhat similar, but maybe almost opposite. <laughs> I feel like uh, women, a lot of female characters have made me feel like I don't have to change myself to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, great city. I can be myself. I can be who I am. I can dress the way that I do. I can say the things I want to. I can enjoy the things that I want to. And that doesn't make me less than a man. Word. Mm -hmm. I grew up with two older brothers, so, like, anything they did, I was doing it, too. So I like seeing these women in roles where they are the rescuer and not the rescuee. Because, like... In the South Side, you know, and I'm in my early 20s. I'm walking down a scary fucking alley, you know, in my car to the bar. And I'm like, well, I'm Buffy, and I'm patrolling right now. <laughs> right, right. And I'm checking that out. What can I use as a weapon? You know, I'm all on it. You yeah, know what like, I mean? I like, so yeah, I'm like, I can use that stick over there, you know. So it made me less afraid. Not necessarily, like, I mean, I was always me. I'm always, you know, but, like, uh, less afraid, period. Like, yeah. I can be badass. Who's going to want to attack me? I'm five foot nothing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, um, I've just always been the type of personality that I can't really be put in a box. So I usually identify with female characters that are like that. Um, that's why I think I probably prefer Buffy out of everybody because, again, like I said, she just was so complex and she showed that, you know, you could be strong and badass, but again, still be feminine or loving and shit like that. So. <laughs> No, I think it's great. No, I think it's great. Yeah, and even like I've even been inspired by men characters too. So I don't know. I feel like for me, it just comes down to writing. Like the writing has to be really good, and it's just awesome when you know you can identify with that person. And of course, since I'm a woman, it's great to see women, one strong women on screen. Word. All right, Mila, how about you? Um. I, I can't say any one specific female character has shaped <laughs> anything about me. Um, I would probably it would probably have to be like within the last twenty years of my life, just for the simple fact that you know earlier on, like in high school, and I, I had bad situations and bad relationships with women, with other girls, and so I kind of for the longest time steered clear mm-hmm. of, of women and female altogether. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so, be- <laughs> yeah, and so, like, I mean, for the longest time, I, you know, I was that, oh, I get along with dudes much better. I, yeah. Most of my friends are dudes, and so that was my thing. But it was only like within the last maybe five years that I actively have been seeking out, um, developing, and nurturing female relationships and friendships, just because that's no way to live. <laughs> like, you know, you know, saying, we, I think people forget that part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you know, yeah, you can say yeah, I know, I know this girl. I've got a, yeah. a girlfriend, a friend, but yeah. but it's it's Are something really more to like be like yeah. that person who you, you will yeah. come to you or you will go to them yeah. if they yeah. ask, if they need, need you yeah. for anything, any for uh, real. shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen to, um, somebody to go drink with. Whatever. Need, I need yeah. to feed you. Like sure, let's yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's yeah. such a good point because women are so conditioned to think that we're out to get each other. Uh, competition, right. yeah. And it's just so important to break that stereotype right. because there are plenty of women out here that are out to get each other. Exactly. But it's not everyone. Some people are just shit. It has nothing to do with gender. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Word. True that. All right. You guys want to, Yes. Yeah, I was just thinking about how, um, how some of these characters you're talking about, like Sarah Connor and Buffy and 
pretty common thread that goes in through all of them um what's also and i can't say that it it's to everybody but there's a lot of times where we see a strong female character who is perceived as a bitch or Mm. just a terrible person or there has to be some trauma that has happened in her life in order to make her that way. Now I can't I can't speak for um, what um, Scully, what her backstory was, um, but that's happened a lot, like Dollhouse or. Um, well, yeah, Dollhouse. She chose that because they she was going to go to jail. And that's what it was. That's yeah, right. You're like, the Dollhouse. Caroline, Caroline <laughs> they were like, "You're going to go to jail, or you can be a doll," and like you like sign the waiver that you'll be a doll. So she definitely chose that gotcha. over prison but like Sarah Manning and Orphan Black she didn't know she was a clone you know I mean she finds out when she sees herself jump off a train you know or in front of a train so th- she wouldn't be one but like Olivia from Fringe. Fringe like she I mean that's her career you know what yeah. I mean however then we have the Cortex of Fans that he's a shooting shoe so I mean there's all kinds of layers you know what I mean <laughs> so I mean I don't think it's in every character but it's definitely a more common <clears throat> For sure. And when they do, when they're put in these situations, they definitely lead. You know, yeah. they don't well, yeah. follow. Yeah. They lead. And they're strong. They're and yeah. They're I like, like well, this yeah. is my life now. Yeah. This I have to do this. Yeah. Especially they don't like whine about it. I think no. that's why I like Wendy Cooper so much from Torchwood because <laughs> nothing horrific happened to her in her past to make her the person that she is. She was just a police officer and she did her job and she did it well. And they wanted to pick the best for that position. So I feel like she's a good example of if you work hard, you get what you want and you succeed. <laughs> and I also like that sometimes she has situations where she's not the best person in the room. She doesn't always make the best decisions. Like sometimes she's a straight up asshole and so are other human beings. Yeah. And I think the point to that is showing that women can make mistakes without them being the worst people on the face of the planet. Because it seems like in other things, quite frequently, if a female makes a mistake, she actually caused everything yeah. to come tumbling down. Are you going to say something? Um, I think about Gwen is that she has a normal life and in addition to being badass. Mm-hmm. She yeah. has a husband. She has a child. Mm-hmm. She has parents that are normal. And she has a very <laughs> sense of drive. Yeah. Which isn't yeah. something that we don't see often. Dad, but won't die. <laughs> So I might have to start watching Torchwood. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> watch it just to watch John Barrowman make out with James Marsters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's on Westworld. He's basically Spike. Yeah, he is. Yeah, He's basically it. Spike. Excellent. All right. So you guys want to get some, win some prizes? Nah. Yeah. Nah? All right. So thanks for coming. See you later. <laughs> All right. So we'll try this again as we did yesterday. If you know the answer, hop up and we'll call on you. Can I ask a like question? Like literally stand up so we can see that you were the first one. You want to ask the first one? No, I want to ask B. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is Wonder Woman's real name? Yes. Yeah. 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 Diane Prince? Yes, ma'am. All right. Um, woo. Come take care. Um, Oh, <laughs> uh, what a good, good friend! I love it. I love yeah. it. Right. Do you get a gift from both sides. 
Oh. <laughs> I love the reaction. Lulu does. Absolutely. <laughs> Jasmine. Oh, um, okay. True or false? Linda Hamilton has a twin sister that was also in Terminator 2. <gasps> Can yeah. I get a prize? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's a 50 50 shot, you know, so. Yeah, 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 yeah good job. <laughs> so, in case you didn't know, her twin sister in. Terminator 2 in the scene where she's dreaming about the apocalypse, that's actually her twin sister. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. Fun fact. Rena. Oh, can I read G? No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Which Olivia <laughs> takes her coffee black with one sugar? Oh, oh no. You're only a 50-50 shot. <laughs> There's only two. Real Olivia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's passing her prize to you. Passing what a good the friend. Passing the book. Give something to Shannon, too. I will. Okay, up next we have... She used to be a princess, but what new title does Leia have in The Force Awakens? Yes. Good job. Woo. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you want to read one? Okay. Um, on Doctor Who, how long did Amy spend in Appalachia? I'm glad I didn't have to read that one. Appalachia? Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have said that word right. <laughs> Go ahead. Twenty-seven years. Close. Close. Uh -oh. So close. If no one else is gonna answer, I'll give you a second chance. Nope. Oh. Oh. Also close. You get one more shot. Twenty-nine. <laughs> it was thirty-six long years. What what is this place that, that you're talking about in this? Avalanchia is no Avalanchia is a world that they went to where no, there were too many people. They walked into what the green. Okay, I wrote it wrong. <laughs> and the doctor and Rory went in one door. Okay. Amy went in another. Turns out she was stuck there for thirty-six years. Ooh. I mean, was it a bad? Was, oh, yeah. gotcha. Do you want to read E, Rena? Sure. <laughs> On Dollhouse, what phrase does Echo repeat after her treatments? Oh. Oh, we hear it like every, we hear it constantly. No, no? I stumped everybody? All right. Really? Do I tell them the answer? Yeah. Okay. Did I fall asleep? Uh, oh, my God. You should, you should. Oh, can I read H? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What club at Hogwarts does Hermione start that is never featured in the movies? Spew. Hey, she's getting my question. <laughs> Did you guys like the Spew storyline? Did you? Well, for the for me, for the sheer fact that that's the reason that Ron and Hermione kiss, not because uh, of something okay. yes. they did it, okay. because, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the movie enough. ruined their kiss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mad. Hermione should go in there. My dad says that no. all the time. I'm like, no. no. I read this thing and it was Hermione and Fred. Oh. Oh. It was a Tumblr post and they were talking and it was, it was actually kind of perfect. And What hive does Katniss use but also injures her in the Hunger Games? Can you repeat that? What hive does Katniss use but it also injures her in the Hunger Games? Yes. Yeah, good job. Loving the outfit. 
so cute. <laughs> okay, I have one. What is Gwen Cooper's husband's name? <gasps> Reese. Kaylin, <laughs> 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 do you want to do the Game of Thrones related question? Oh, sure. If I find it, it's I. Okay. I. Yeah. How old was Daenerys when she was sold to Drago? Drago. <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting that, too, if you can tell us how old she was in the series as opposed to the books. 16. 15. That was close. Oh, so she was sold to somebody. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> For my Farscape fans, Aaron's son of the Peacekeepers is what human-like alien race? It's a bottle opener. No, I was trying to... Oh, they're thinking. Somebody's getting old. Thank you. You're welcome. You can take something from over here, too. Oh. Oh. Thank you. No, nobody? Nobody from that one? Yeah. Ooh, something like she that. is a sebation. Are we out of Are we out of uh, questions? I mean, I can ask some random one if you want me to throw yeah, one out there. Okay, so what color is the clones' phones in season one of Orphan Black? Yes. All right. And that was on the list. It fell off. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. yeah. It was just in my mind. No, so, yeah. I got an easy one. Okay. So it's got to be, it's going to go to the fastest person. What food is Eleven obsessed with from Stranger Things? Yes. <laughs> oh, no, she got it. I mean, she, uh, yeah. Eleven's doctor, I was going to say Big Figure. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even, you you even discuss Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I'll second that. Sure. Now. Yeah, we go like ahead. your, your, yeah. That's great. I think we need to try that. Just it's not good. It. I can imagine it's, it's not, not good. good. I just want to we did. Wait, what we is tried. it? Fish fingers? Fish, fish sticks and custard. You dip it in. Oh, it's not. Nah. No thanks. And what was the 11 food? I like Eggos. 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 Oh, okay. Um, I got my Eggos. Alright. Are we... Are we done with questions? Because I think they're about to kick us out of here. Yeah. He gave us the five-five. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you, everybody. Um, you can um, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Jasmine. Oh, um, gosh, I got to spell mine. <laughs> the It's called Jasmine Style, and Jasmine spelled J-A-Z-M-E-E-N, and then style. Oh. Mine's Reno Spavino. I don't have a Twitter to follow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sphere7338. And make sure you listen to our podcast, our Visiting Sunnydale podcast. Let us know what you think. Thank you so much for coming and listening to us. Gab about strong women, because we're all strong women, damn it. <laughs> yes. It. Even you strong men are strong women. <laughs> and if you didn't get a prize, there's still a couple things left up yes, there. Yes, feel you free to come take. grab something. Because I don't want Participation to award. It. Yes. <laughs> can you write your Twitter handles down so I can just... Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Arg.